At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hello and welcome to Cozy Cryptid. I'm your host, Tanner, and with me is my co-host. Amanda. This week. And Luca. And Luca. Got Luca today. Yeah, Luca too. And this week, we're in the Mexican state of Mohawken. Mohican? I have uh, no idea. Uh, which is located in the central heart of Mexico. Uh, this week, we bring you stories of vampire witches flourishing in central Mexico, a psychic healer born in Mohican, and three ghostly tales take place on the Mexican subway system. Strange stuff indeed. Yep. And Here, to get into it. on Cozy Cryptid. Hey. Were you trying to bite your Want to take the first story, Amanda? Or sorry? No, me. I love vampire witches. Well, I love vampires and I love witches. So. Okay. All right. We're going to start off with the vampire witches of central Mexico. In the early 1950s, an astute government worker assigned to the vital records department in central Mexican state of Tlaxicon? Yeah, sure. Kept noticing a strange phrase on the mark, line mark, cause, cause of, of death, death. Okay. on many death certificates, especially among those of infants in the more rural areas of the state. The phrase was, Chapurudo por la Bruja. 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 La Bruja. Sorry if I'm murdering Spanish. Or sucked by the witch. Ooh. These results in a investigation into the rural areas of central Mexico by the authorities and eventually led to a law passed in 1954 by the legislation requiring municipal presidents to report all causes of death marked by the witch to the medical authorities in the capital for further investigation. Wow. So, I wonder what the results of the... I'm wondering if there's like the two fang bricks that you usually get from vampires. Also, because if it had another three-letter word off, that so it said sucked off by the witch. The okay, I was saying infants. Oh, in the first uh, part, it'd be even worse. Yeah. Okay. Okay, moving on now. Moving on. Okay. The strange cause of death was ascribed to the deaths of hundreds of deaths 
of infants over the years, exhibiting the same symptoms and conditions, severe bruising and discolorations of the upper body with the time of death usually being at night. The authorities had no idea exactly what they were dealing with, and after the 1954 law passed, the rural town authorities stopped listing witchcraft as a cause of death on the formal certificates, perhaps to keep the meddling government out of their affairs, or perhaps to cover up something. Hmm. The era of Central Mexico was culturally Aztec. Its people spoke the Nathul language and had shared most of the same religion beliefs with their counterparts in the mighty empire that surrounded them. There was only one pre-Hispanic legend, though, that was not shared with other people of the region and remained localized even to our modern day. The belief in the... Talyubuchi, a shape-shifting female vampire which feeds on the life of young infants. Okay. The shape-shifting hmm. witch phenomenon is so endemic to the rural areas of Central Mexico, including Machego, can, that many Mexican people outside of the region had never heard of it. Wow. Shape-shifting. That's pretty cool. Yeah, shape-shifting vampire witch. Uh, vampire. Um, so what is at? So what exactly is Taluyopuchi? Um, the idea of vampire winning of this region dates back hundreds, if not thousands, of years. They are human women and part of their families during the day, but at night they transform themselves in a variety of ways to go about their evil deeds. Evil deeds. Eight. Taluyopucha. Is born and not made. Once you are born a, fam- a vampire witch, you remain that way, and it has been said that it is a curse that neither God nor the devil can erase. Oh, shit. One cannot distinguish a baby's destiny to become a vampire witch from a normal baby at birth, or even the most of its childhood. A young woman usually becomes one of these vampire witches around puberty, and the realization is sudden. After the realization, a woman's soul is lost for three days, after which time she becomes infused with special powers which do not grow or distinguish over time damn yes so uh there's a lot of common things like puberty like coming of age stuff in most like uh religious aspects like in most cultures same with uh Hebrew uh Jewish I mean no um well maybe uh but uh, and the when this book on Wendigos I read, mm-hmm. they had a like a kind of age ceremony where you take a, somebody out in the woods, and they'll have like a spirit guy who come to them, and if he's seen like uh, the Wendigo spirit, or it might come as like a porcupine. Oh, kind of cool. But if you try to eat, if you eat the porcupine, you become a I want to go. All right. All right. So, one cannot transfer this condition or any of its powers to another person. Okay. So, unlike the traditional European vampire, there is no transformation of the vampire's victim into another. There is no um, recruitment and there is no master apprentice relationship. The women just become a vampire witch out of simply bad luck. Oh, shit. That sucked, dude. Yeah, sounds pretty shitty. 
Uh, family members may know of it, but they keep it quiet because there is nothing they can do about it. These the women, okay, hold on. These vampire women are not group oriented in the slightest, and may even fight amongst themselves over territory. They act alone and are independent agents of evil, but sometimes they do the bidding of other more powerful evil entities, such as the devil. Okay. Odd. A tapuji may interact with humans on behalf of the devil as an intermediary to make deals or to issue warnings, but that is not her primary function. Much like the European vampire, the tapuji needs human blood to survive, but especially the blood of infants, preferably those between... Um, those aged between three and ten months. That is awful. Mm-hmm. But it's like uh, what's that word? The Queen, Queen Bloody Mary, Queen Mary, or I think it was. It might be another. Or, she's like bathed in the blood of young women to stay young. No. Okay, because that is the most. Let's tell the tale. That was the story. Because that is the most invigorating to them. They have been known to attack older children and adults, but this is rare and usually out of desperation because they cannot kill a baby for its blood at least once a month. The tapuli will die. The killings usually occur during the night and are more prevalent in the colder and wetter times of the year. The tapuli does not need to lurk around looking for prey every night, but only for a few days a month. One of the main powers of these vampire witches is the ability to shapeshift into a variety of different creatures to fit whatever situation they are in. 75% of the time they change themselves into a turkey, but other times they can turn into a a wide variety of animals, all the way down to ticks and fleas. I wonder why that's the real reason we have turkey in Thanksgiving. Huh? I wonder if that's why we have turkey in Thanksgiving. Who knows? But turkeys are a weird thing to transform into. Yeah. But if this started in the 1950s, it was way after the pilgrims and the settlers. So. Oh no, 1950s. I think I think the story was uh, of the Tala Hilpichi was was way before that. This is oh, maybe, especially since they kept it to themselves. Yeah. Right. Sorry, Buka. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay. When the vampire witch transforms herself into an animal, she gives off a luminescence. This is one way to identify an animal in which is really a vampire witch. It makes it easier to track and kill it. The glowing nature of the creature is so inherent that part of the name Tapuyuchi comes from Aztec word Tapul to illuminate. The whole transformation process is an interesting one. On the last Saturday of the month, the Tapuli, while still in human form, mm-hmm. gathers together ingredients to build a small fire on the floor of her kitchen. The ingredients, each with its own supernatural property, include kapul wood, coral, agave roots, and dry zup- zapulta leaves. Yeah. Never heard of that. She begins to chant and walk over the fire three times in north, south, and east, west directions. She sits on the fire, and that's when the vampire woman detaches her own leg so as to shed symbolically a part of her that makes her very human, that which enables her to walk upright. The legs are left in the Tabuli human's home while she is off shaking, stalking prey or wreaking havoc in her animal form. 
If the vampire woman needs to travel far, she will transform herself into a crow or buzzard. If she is... Whoa, whoa, hold on. She, ta- she takes off her own legs? Yes. That's freaking crazy, dude. And leaves it in her kitchen. What the fuck? This is actually a pretty damn long story. I think it's a pretty... Uh, Detailed story. It's about if she is local, she may transform herself into a dog, cat, or coyote. Okay. Luca, are you are you one of those? You act like one. Yeah. When she approaches the home of an intended victim, she usually shifts into a turkey and then flies over the house in a cross pattern before landing. If she cannot answer the house in a turkey form, the tapuli will turn herself into an insect or rodent to get into the house through a crack or small gap. Once inside, she becomes a turkey again and then hunts her prey. Oh, fuck. Before she kills the infant, she must immobilize the other humans in the house. She does this by emitting a glow mist that serves as a sort of knockout gas. When the vampire approaches her infant victim, she transforms back into a human to go about her venereous business. Very few people can resist the paralyzing mist, but some humans who have limited supernatural powers of their own, shamans, for example, are immune to the mist and may fight off the tabuji. In the rare cases when the vampire has been thwarted, she usually returns to the house, often in daylight, to cause some other mischief as a form of revenge. <coughs> for example, the tabuji may come back in the form of a coyote to eat the person's livestock or take the form of a donkey to mess up a newly planted Field. She may also try to put a spell on a person to cause that person to do harm or even kill themselves. There have been reports uh, of these vampires causing people to walk off cliffs. There are several ways to ward off a potential tapuli um, visit to your home. Garlic is often cited as a good way to ward off these vampire witches. The tapuli is said to be afraid of mirrors and metal. Sometimes parents of infants may put a small mirror in the baby's crib or may attach religious medals to the baby's clothes. One reference stated that a surfire way to ward off the vampire witch was to put an open scissor underneath the baby's crib. The combination of a sharp instrument and metal is claimed to be the, a certain repellent. The small innocent victims of these vampire witches are... Dap. Are... <laughs> Afforded special treatment and death. The, ba- uh, the body of the baby is cleansed usually by a local folk healer who is well-versed in dealing with the curses and the demonic. There is no music during the wake or the funeral oh, process. While the coffin is open for viewing, a cross made of pine ash is laid out on the floor beneath the table supporting the coffin. Can it fully be killed? The answer is yes. It is complicated, though, and has a ritualistic component. Excuse me. And what may be a blending of European and native beliefs, the easiest way to kill one of these vampire witches is to drive a wooden stake into their heart. The second way to kill a tapuchi is decapitation. Another way is to go to her human home, find her detached legs, and throw them into a blazing fire. Traditionally, though, an ordinary person could kill one of these creatures after first immobilizing her. There are three ways to immobilize vampire witch. One, you can take off your pants, turn one leg inside out, and throw your pants at her. What? Okay. Is this when she's at uh, in a turkey form in your house? Who knows? 
Um, two, you can take a white handkerchief, put a rock inside of it, tie up the corners, and throw it at the creature. Yeah. Third, you can take off your hat, put your hat upside down on the ground, and drive a knife or machete through it. Once you have immobilized her, you can kill her any way you want. Alrighty. Much like Europeans and even early American colonists have killed women accused of practicing witches. Many women in the region have been killed during, uh, been killed for being suspect vampire witches. The last known execution of a Tupuchi occurred as recently as 1973. What the fuck? Can the Tupuchi be real? What explains the rash of infants' death in rural areas? The supposed sighting and the detailed descriptions of rituals and transformations. Why is this phenomenon regulated to only the small central region of Mexico? Is it just an area's way of explaining away the high infant mortality rate? As always, we leave the conclusions up to you. What the fuck? Okay, yeah. that's, that's crazy. Okay, that was a mouthful. Well, thank you, Amanda, for that. Uh, so, uh, this lady. So, out of bad luck, this lady comes either you come uh, this uh, vampire witch. This uh, vampire witch. For no particular reason, this bad luck apparently, and like uh, once a month. At puberty. At, pu- at puberty. Which kind of makes sense if they have to hunt once, uh, once a month. It's just like going through your phases of puberty for a woman. You need blood to survive, and we shed blood. As humans. Yeah. Uh, so it kind of entangles the puberty aspect of it. <laughs> Did it make you uncomfortable? As I'm gonna get closer to Mike, so people can hear her. I am sorry. Uh, it, it makes I think it's very uh, weird. Like, imagine it's like, oh, uh, I come out, just came a woman. Like, no, honey, you're a vampire witch. <laughs> yep, but now you need to suck blood every month. No, no every month you need to uh, build a fire, put all the stuff in it, take your legs off, uh, jump over north. South and north and east to west, or sure it was about three north, times. South, yeah, east, west. Take your take your legs off. Go to a house. Fly fly over a house. Crisscross over a house. If it's too big, it turn to a bug. Turn to a tur- tur- turkey. If it's too big, if you can't put in the house. Turn to a bug. Then turn back into a turkey. Yep, and then kill the infant. And kill the infant. Be after immobilizing the parents with a mist. Yeah, with a ninja knockout gas. Yep. That's wow. So, what I got for everybody here is uh, Pachita, Psychic Surgeon, Medium, and Mystic. I would love to see a medium. That'd be so cool. Me too. In the Colonia Roma. North Day neighborhood in Mexico City, across the street from the wooded and shady Plaza Rio de Janeiro, stands a somewhat spooky-looking red brick building in 1908. While a sign in front of the building says "Edifico Rio de Janeiro," the locals call this place calls the place something else: La Casa de las Bruas, or in English, the House of Witches. It's so named not just because of its spooky appearance. Visitors to the building and passersby 
have reported strange phenomenon in and around the building. Apparitions of various forms have been sighted in, and a strange energy field developing the building has been reported throughout the years, especially since the late 1970s. It is perhaps not just a coincidence that for many years the beautiful building in this somewhat upscale neighborhood was home to one of Mexico's most famous psychics and mythical hero healers, a woman known to all as Pachita. Pachita died there on April 29th, 1979. To this day, some claim to see her stout figure standing in one of the Buddha windows looking across the wooded plaza with a stern expression on her face. Uh, Pachita was born Barbara Guerrero in the town of Parral in the Mexican state of Mohawken uh, around the year 1900. As a little girl, she began to hear voices, and by the age of 10, she was already demonstrating the ability to heal people. As a girl, she would slip into trances and claim that her body was being taken over by an entity she called El Hermanito, or in English, the little brother. That's crazy. She would later define El Hermanito as Gua de Moque. I guess how you say it. De Moque. The last emperor of the Aztec and nephew of Montezuma. On her trance state, Pachita could heal people. She could see the future and she can often speak languages unknown to her. By the time she was a young adult, Pichita left rural Mohican and headed for the big city. She established herself in the building later known as Casa de la Bruas on the tree-lined Plaza de Janeiro Street, where she lived and had a small consultation office. It did not take Pichita much time to cultivate a loyal following from all socioeconomic classes and backgrounds, including some high-ranking members of Mexico's political and social elite who would visit her secretly. Uh, before her healings, Pachita had a specific routine to prepare herself. She would sit in a chair in front of an altar in a consultation room, and then would close her eyes and breathe softly till she heard a soft buzzing in her ears. According to Pachita, the buzzing indicated that a shift in her state was about to occur, as if she was about to fall into a big hole to another form of consciousness, or another dimension of consciousness. She would then let herself go, and perform whatever healing was necessary as directed by forces outside of her control. But Shita was most known for her psychic surgery, very rarely seen outside the Philippines, where it has been an accepted practice to many since the 1950s. This was this is Wikipedia's description of the procedure. Without the use of a surgical instrument, a practitioner will press the tips of his or her fingers against the patient's skin in the area to be treated. The practitioner's hands appear to penetrate the patient's body painlessly and blood seems to flow. The practitioner will then show organic matter or foreign objects apparently removed from the patient's body clean the area, and end the procedure with the patient's skin showing no wounds or scars. That's BS. That is... I would love to see that. Yeah, but I, I, I'm so with the BS bullshit, though. Always oh, the BS. 
Because you can't do surgery without tools. Like, it's like you do. Yeah, no. There's no science behind that. It, it, it's. Okay. Seems a little off to me. Okay. I, don't, I haven't seen it. I've seen it done in person. Well, none of us have. I don't think any of us ever will. Uh, Pachita did not use her bare hands when practicing her craft. Rather, her go-to tool for operations was an old hunting knife. Vanals wrapped in layers of duct tape. Uh, unsanitary. She performed her surgeries swiftly and efficiently, often operating on several people at a time, and always with one or two assistants helping her. Procedures were done under dim lights, preferably in candlelight, as Pachita claimed the bright lights harmed organs. Witnesses claimed that she could conjure new organs out of thin air, and even with her crude tool, no one suffered from infections or bad side effects from lack of those use of antiseptics or even anesthesia. Or anesthesia. Um, as Petita was the only one in Mexico performing psychosurgeries, she drew a lot of attention to herself from Mexicans and from people overseas. People came to the Casa de la Bruas from all over the world to witness, marvel, or debunk. Which one would you be? A marvel, a witness? Oh, I guess everyone would be a witness. I would marvel and try to debunk. I would do it. Ow! Just stop it, Luca. Stop it. Stop hurting your mama. We wanted to sit up. Fine. I'll be a marveling. And dem- yeah, I'll be You'd be both. Yeah, I'll be both. What am I using more, more. Yeah. One such investigator was Dr. Uh, Andrea Buhat-Rich. An American paranormal investigator who claims to fame was bringing the psychic Yuri Geller from Israel to the United States, thus making Geller a worldwide sensation. Dr. Buherich, uh visited Pachita in uh, January of 1978 with a small group of investigators who studied her methods in depth. By the time of this visit, Pachita was close to her 80 years old and still doing 8 to 10 consultations or healings per day. Here is Dr. Palich's testimony of his experiences. Are you ready to hear about Yes, I am so ready. I decided to undergo instant surgery myself before allowing any of my own patients to be operated on by Pachita. For two years, I've been suffering the gradual onset of spongy bone growth in both ears, causing progressive loss of hearing. The operation was to correct this. I was not hypnotized before the operation, nor was any imitation given. I lay down on the table, and some cotton pads were placed around the ear to absorb bleeding. Three witnesses were present, one of whom took photographs, holding a knife in her right hand. Batita quickly inserted three inches of the knife blade into the right ear canal. The forefinger of her left hand guided the blade in. The pain was acute, yet... I did not scream or try to avoid the knife, even though it felt as if the tip of the blade had penetrated the eardrum. After holding the knife in the ear canal for about 40 seconds, Pachita withdrew it, and the pain ceased immediately. The left ear was operated on in a similar way. This time, the pain was even greater, close to my breaking point. As soon as the knife was drawn, however, the pain stopped. 
Oh, so horrible for me. Horrible. I would never, ever have anyone do anything with my ears. I, it freaks me out. I can't. The way I am with my teeth. And my, and like my eyes. Uh, yeah. uh, the surgery had taken three minutes. No sterile procedures was used. And Petit's bare hands were covered with blood from previous operations. Gross. Yeah, right. Uh, after operation, there was only minimal bleeding. But a new complication appeared. My head was ringing with loud noises. So loud that I could not hear what people were saying to me. I was given a tincture and told to put one drop in each ear daily. The noises decreased gradually, and by the eighth day of the operation, it had ceased altogether. In fact, my hearing was now so acute that I suffered painfully from hyperacusis, which is an abnormally increased uh, power of hearing, of hearing. The condition lasted for about two weeks. One month after the operation, my hearing was fully back to normal. After experience, I felt completely confident in Petita's treatment and able to recommend her instant surgery to patients. Wow. Damn. How? Dog. So again, I don't... I would never do it. I would never, I would never do it because... Uh, so this is, this is like way before... I think this is before they found out about AIDS. Yeah. Way before that. We didn't find out about AIDS until the 1960s or 80s. Yeah, like 1980s. What? While known for their these unconventional surgeries, Petita also performed other sorts of consultations for her clients, often in her famous trance states. Many of her treatments used the patient's own belief systems for help in, the, in their healing. Those who had strong... Uh, Okay. I'll look at this side of a daredevil. <laughs> and jump off the back of the couch. Scare me. Scare me, son. Yeah, leg space now. Okay. Uh, those who have strong faith in the Catholic religion, for example, were given specific prayers to say or offerings to make to specific saints. Petita was said to use her gifts of ESP to get, act as a sort of psychotherapist to help her clients work through emotional issues or medical conditions that were based on emotional issues. Or is she when I needed it? Yeah, I know, right? I need help all the time. Yep. It's a, a myth. A myth. We both are. Yeah. That's why we're perfect for each other. Yep. She was so also well versed in the use of Mexican herbs after studying healing methods used by the indigenous healers throughout the country. Because of her vast knowledge of Native American herbal medicine, Matita was also classified as a shaman. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Although considered by many throughout Mexico as a folk saint, Bachita is not without her detractors even to this day. 
Critics range from those who see her as a being merely misguided by, but with good intentions, to being an outright froster and hoaxer. One American paranormal researcher, Johanna uh, Michelson, even claimed that Pachita was harnessing unseen demonic forces in her healings. The treatment that Pachita was most known for, psychic surgery, has been branded as a medical fraud by most legitimate medical authorities worldwide. The miraculous cures experienced by Pachita's many thousands of patients may simply be chalked up to placebo effect, according to skeptics. Uh, okay, placebo effect, okay, placebo effect is, it, it's, it works, though. That's, that's the thing. Well, think about it. If a woman's on birth control, you have placebo pills that help you stay on track with taking your pills. No, no, that's not. Like, take a placebo, like you I think they done studies like like they took placebos and not taking placebos and people who took placebos actually done gotten better than people who didn't. That's weird, but it makes sense. It's, uh, okay. Uh, so, so others, although wary of her genuine healing talents, recognize Petita's ability to harness the mind-body connection and healing through. Her use of talk therapy and basic uh, psychoanalysis during her consultation. Whether a fake or gifted healer, Matita continues to inspire wonder and, con- and controversy to this day. So, uh, check here. As you can tell, Dan is having a wonderful Father's Day dealing with his uh, demon dog son. Yes. Whining and barking at us. Well, first, uh, let's take a quick break and talk about some uh, few brands that help support in the podcast. Definitely. Alrighty, uh, first uh, up for you is ketones. We're doing this one first. Yeah. All right. Well. Um, so what are ketones? Is that, am I saying that right? Ketones? Ketones? It's ketones. And we actually like, naturally produce ketones ourselves. Once we go into a fasting mode, if you fast for like over 16 hours, mm-hmm. your body actually will put your body into ketosis, which, which is, helps you burn fat. And which, uh, which is... Uh, the process where your liver produces uh, ketones, yep. and it either your body's in a caloric burning state, but with ketones, it burns off fat. Exactly, and this is what these drinks do. You take it one hour before you eat something, and it puts your body into ketosis. So when even when you're eating, it's burning off that fat that you're consuming. And what's nice about these drinks is it helps mental clarity, it helps your focus, it actually puts you in a better mindset altogether while helping you lose weight. And the flavors are really good. They just came out with cotton candy. Cotton candy? Yeah. They have uh, cotton candy, strawberry... Strawberry peach, lime thyme, uh, Maui punch. They have all kinds of different flavors. And they have some for coffee lovers. They have cold brew. They just came out with vanilla cream. Um, we do have broths. We do have fasting packs. There's a ton of different products, um, all to help 
you put your body into ketosis and to help make you feel better. Um, if you guys are interested, go to shopluca9321.no, I read, did that long. It's luca9321.shopketones.com. Wow. And you have trial packs for it too? Is that right? Yes, I actually do have trial pads. If you comment on Cozy Cryptids, uh, TikTok. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, anything that has Cozy Cryptid and you are interested in a trial pack, we will send you out some information on it, give you more details, and then you can pick what flavors and what kind of pack you would like. Yep. And we have different price ranges. Yeah. I I didn't care for the hot cold brew coffee. Yeah, he didn't like the caramel. You have to try the raspberry lemonade. I do. That is bomb. Is it? I prefer it now over lime time. Oh, what the fuck? And I love lime time, but you know, I want to try cotton candy, but I'm on the fence of it. And sometimes during the summer, they do have their tea flavors, which is peach, citrus, and sweet tea, but we sold out, unfortunately. Uh, um, so what's our next brand, my love? Our next brand is, I can't, how would you say this? Enlertropy? Enlertropy. Electropy, what the frig is it? What kind of uh, brand is it? It's a jewelry brand. Uh, girls in their jewelry, guys, come on. Yeah, like uh, Mrs. over here, just love her. I love my silvers love and my sil- golds. But they have uh, jewelry for both men and women. Which is always nice, so ladies... Treat your man once in a while, and men treat your woman once in a while. This is where I got this that ring, that, those that the skeleton ring I like, skeleton ring yeah. that I may steal. That's my ring. I may steal it. No, maybe you already stole my heart, dude. What the fuck, <laughs> And you stole mine. So what's your point? By the way, jewelry for men, like, it was always cool. I think I'm getting this arrow pendant. Looks pretty dope. Let me see. Not trying to I, you like forgot how to grab things. Oh, I didn't want to drop your phone. Oh, I like that pendant. It is actually pretty cool. I also like the chakra bracelet. I do like that they use natural crystals. Yeah. That is a... There goes the coffee maker. Oh, this is also brought to you by the coffee maker, apparently. Yeah, which is going off in the background. Special get- coffee. Oh, I want that earring pendant. What does it look like? Tell, tell the listeners. It's a feather pendant, a uh, silver pendant. It's a hoop and it has little dangles in the feather. Okay. Pendant, yeah. Why don't you uh, go and buy it? And you save 70% off the order. Using what go word? Uh, if I, I stole his phone. I always steal his phone. You can use, uh, Amanda can buy that earring and you can also buy something off on, on Lurchy, on Chirpy. Dot com. That's just U-N-L-I-C-H-I-R-P-Y dot com. Or just go to the brand site on CozyCryptic.com. Yeah. And save easier. 70% off your order with Cozy Chirpy 70 for 70% off your order. as C-O-Z-Y-C-H-I-R-P-Y 70 for 70% off. Were you about to say something? Oh, was, but you can finish. What were you say? I was going to say, isn't the code word underneath the brands on your site as well? If you can't remember. Yeah. The code if you word. can't find, you can't remember these for the brands. 
Go to cozycrypto.com forward slash brands and you'll find all the brands and co-words, co-words of there. every deals that we have going on right now. And, and if you support that business, you support us and we appreciate all you guys supporting what we do. Also, another uh, glasses. That's some, it's pretty, it's summertime, right? Oh no, you've been wearing a lot of new shades, I've noticed, in all your pictures that I've seen. Oh yes, I got some glasses from AliceMartelSunglasses.com. And am I supposed to get a pair soon? Yeah, soon. As soon as they come here. So what kind of glasses are they for both men and women or just men? What's the target? I think it's for mostly. Unisex? Like, I guess it's like, whatever. I don't think it's really gender based. Nope, it's unisex. Anyone can wear them. They have some really interesting shapes. They also have normal glasses as well. I do like some of their normal glasses, though. I just got normal glasses. Yeah. But, you know. Yeah, the Thug Life glasses. Those are so uncomfortable, though. You're missing the nose piece, right? Yeah, I, got, I found the nose piece for them. Okay. But those were nice glasses. But you save 80% off your order. Using? Co-word Cozy80. Cozy80? At uh, alicemartelsg.com. Or, once again, blah, blah, blah. Go to brands at the cozycrypt.com website. Why are you making me now look at glasses? I want glasses. Oh, give me my phone back. What the hell? <laughs> and finally, I'll say uh, thank you to uh, all the listeners out there. Wait, no. Yes, wait, but no. no. <laughs> well, yeah, thank you. Uh, check out um, Snat, one of our Snazzer, X.com, their uh, hat brand, and their economic, their eco friendly. They're trying to sell, make trying to plant a bunch of trees. For every hat they sell, they'll plant one tree. I think that's pretty cool. Definitely, especially with all the new builds everyone's doing, putting some trees back in the ground will help us knock down the. It's called the carbon footprint. I don't know. Well, that, and, but also every tree that's planted just gives us more oxygen to survive on. Yeah. And you can save 35% off your order. Using cozy caps. Cozy caps, that's right, Amanda. You're right. And check out uh, makemyself.com. Uh, they uh, have like streaming setup. And gear. go check out his stream. Yeah, G1 Tanner on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash G1 Tanner. Uh, but make my setup, uh, give me some lights and ring lights and stuff. When they give it to me, I had to pay like, I had to pay for it. But They help you find the right tools for you. Yes. And they can do the same for you. Not only that, um, about, my, about 20% of all of their... Uh, money they make every month goes towards uh, charities that help support child cancer treatment centers. Which is amazing because every child deserves to have a normal life. They like help them uh, get, like video games and stuff I think. Help them feel like a kid. I think it's really nice. 
Now you're making me want to play video games. And also check out Brute Impact. They are a trendy clothing line. Yep, that helps small uh, creators like ourselves. Yeah, small, small influencers, and they, I think they help towards like the world. Well, no, it's not world hunger, but they do help um, like hungry, charities, like hungry, yeah, healthy kids and helping kids in need or char- different types of charities. We're yeah. not one hundred percent sure at the moment. But you save twenty five percent off at dot com with uh, code word. Find it. I think 25 Tanner, 25 underscore Tanner. I believe so. But it's all under the brand's website on CozyCrypt. Yeah, 25 underscore Tanner for 25% off at BrewImpact.com. Support uh, the podcast by supporting the brand. She called a fan that she called, you can find at CozyCrypted.com slash brands. That's right. Now back on the show. Okay, every split. There's like three different stories under one type. Yeah, we'll do like a story each. Yeah. Okay. You want to go first? Oh, yeah. Okay. To round off the episode, we have Ghosts and Legends of the Mexican Subway System, part one. Part two will be on the next regular episode because next week we have a special guest on. I know. I'm not going to be on that one. Why wouldn't you be on that one? Because you have a special guest on. And yeah. I don't know where you're recording. Or right here. I record together. You're the co-host. Yeah, but not, not on all of your episodes. Only when you're not working. Only when you're working do I not record with you. I work all the time. Anyway, but yes, look out for next week's episode. It's going to be amazing. I'm excited for it. Where are we on? We will see. I don't know if I'm working. Okay, we'll, we'll see. Okay. Uh, the ghostly little girl with the red ball. That doesn't sound creepy. The Metro Line 5, the yellow line, stops at Benito... Hordes International Airport at a station appropriately called Terminal Area. Okay. Mexico City's main airport is the busiest airport in all Latin America, and the Yellow Line provides a vital transportation link to the rest of the city. A young girl, elementary school age, wait, no. Terminal Air Metro Station sees tens of thousands of passengers per day. Some of these passengers have reported seeing the same paranormal site. The story has very little variation. Wow. A young girl, elementary school age, is playing with a red ball. She uses control over the ball and it bounces to an unexpected experiencer. The person picks up the ball to hand it to the little girl, at which point the little girl asks a stranger to tie her shoe. When a person bends over to tie her shoe, the person sees the legs of a little girl disappear and the rest of of her body vanishes. In some variations of the story, the girl growls and her eyes turn black before she disappears, as if she is possessed or is overtaken by an evil force. In one version of the story, the ball the little girl plays with is the actual head of the little girl, 
I wonder how Full Stranger catches it. They will drop it in horror. The girl is long gone by then, of course. That was freaking creepy. So, uh... So, the next story on this one is the vampire and the man who fell asleep on the train. Wow. This scary tale takes place at the last metro station on Line 7, the Orange Line. The end of the line stopped is called Barricada del Morto, which translates into English means Revere of the Dead. (laughs) This station bears the name because it was built near the site of a massive grave, a trench filled with bodies of soldiers killed during the Mexican Revolution in the early part of the 20th century. Oh, that's horrible. It's only fitting that the area would be full of unsettled spirits. The famous legend involving Barricada del Morto begins when the metro ends in the wee hours of the morning when all the trains stop. A man who fell asleep on the train steadily awoke up to find that he was alone in the train car and the train car was parked in a tunnel for the night. He got out of the train and onto the tracks where he spotted two men fighting in the tunnel. One was larger than the other and it looked like he was killing the shorter man. The man who fell asleep went over to the two men to try to break up the fight, and that is when he noticed the taller man was biting the neck of the man, which was bleeding profusely. The man screamed, Vampire! Sorry. I'm trying to steal my thunder. Sorry. I love you. What were we saying? Where we at? The man. Okay. The man screamed, Vampire! And ran as fast as he could to the nearest police station. There he was met with ridicule when he told his story to the authorities. Some say that this legend is based on a true story and that the person was just witnessing a really bad drunken fight. The biting was not from a vampire, but from a person who was just temporarily out of sorts. Others say the story was... Con- what? Concocted. Thank you. Concocted to scare younger people into paying attention while they are on the train. It would be rather easy for commuting students to fall asleep while taking a late night train. Perhaps lots of vampires have kept many a Mexico City commuter upright and awake, even on the last trains of the day. Ooh. Wow. Yep. So, okay, so... So, this is the last story of this episode. The story. Uh, the Witch of Garibaldi Station. The gray lines meet the green lines at the green line's northern terminus at a station called Garibaldi. The station is named for P- Plaza Garibaldi, an important landmark nearby, named after Giuseppe Garibaldi II, a soldier in the Mexican Revolution serving under Francisco Madero. There's nothing spectacular about this station, but it does get very busy as a major transfer point between lines. This station opened in 1994. Hundreds of commuters and transit workers have reported seeing a floating woman wearing all black, including a black veil. Sometimes she appears only in silhouette form and seems to glide gracefully over the platform and attracts, not making a sound. This is a this reminds me of the like lady in white stories. They're very common in ghost stories. This reminds me of Scooby Doo when they freaking 
had the person on a pulley and it, the woman dressing all different. Yeah. Really? <laughs> Scooby Doo? I don't know. We just watched Scooby Doo and that's what clicked in my head. I was very, I was very disappointed in that movie. Yeah, I kind of was too. But I, I like the, the the other movie we saw, Roger the Last Man, uh, Last Dragon. That was good. Yeah, I want to watch that again. We watched, uh, what did we watch? Not Roger. We watched Cruella. No, that's when we went to the movies, but I meant the ones oh. we borrowed. Cruella was awesome. Highly recommend. Yes. And stay till the end after some of the credits. Yes. Continue. Uh, sometimes her appearance is scarier and more hideous. Lisa Vale is the face of a haggard old woman with a sour countenance, intending to do harm or cause a commotion. She is said to go after unattended children to take back to her lair, located somewhere within the depths of the subway tunnels. So, parents, beware. That is terrifying. It's a Karen. It's a Karen. <laughs> that's, that's you, honey. I, um, my guys, this is the last time you hear me. <laughs> my name is uh, Tanner. Keep reading. Uh, th- Keep reading. What? <laughs> and you're not 28 yet. I'm about 20. I'm basically, I'm basically 28. And I told you you turned 28. You ain't 28 yet. I'm basically 28. I'm six months older than you. I'm more 28. I'm not 28. Just read or poke you. Uh, some believe that the aberration is not a witch, but a ghost of a minor Spanish noblewoman whose family owned the land surrounding the metro station during colonial times. <clears throat> she was a whore to her husband, or unfaithful to her husband, or committed some other transgression when she was alive. <clears throat> she now, so now she's condemned to haunt the Garlabaldi station. Ghost or witch? You decide. Uh, ghost witch. What that? I kind of think it's a ghost. So, I am excited for Russell's stories in part two of the story. Definitely. But uh, next week we have uh, the a psychic. A psychic on. Yes. Super excited for that. Yes, you, you can talk to her. You, can, you know, I can have one, two, three, four people on here and people call in. I have like five people. I don't know if I'm going to be off. I think I am. Uh, you usually are. Yeah, I don't know about Fourth of July weekend, though. That's going to be an interesting one. It's 28th. Maybe 27th. Yeah, then I should be off. Yeah. So, why you scheduling? Like, can you just like schedule me for solid? Thank you. Huh? Uh, yeah, Diva Dan- Danielle. Is her name on Instagram? Diva underscore Danielle twenty two on Instagram. So she's gonna be on the show next week. Uh, you can find her, her website newagestudio.net is her. She's a um, CEO of Third Eye Jewelry, spiritual advisor, counselor, Reiki master. Dude, where is she based out of? I want to learn about Reiki so bad. 
and about the different chakras and how to cleanse them. Talk to her. Don't she come on the show next week? I will if since I am off that we kind of touch that. I will. So please uh, listen to the episode this week that when it comes out. But also thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Cozy Cryptid with and supporting us and supporting us uh, despite listening and letting us you're enjoying the episodes. Please let us know you're enjoying the episodes and what other things you may want to see. If any questions, because we're also wanting to do uh, a listener episode. Definitely. We would love to have you guys come on, even if it, we have to do it through Zoom chats or whatever we have to do. We would love to see you all, talk to you all, kind of get your stories if you have any um, any questions you want to ask. Yeah, you can submit, submit them. And if you want me on the show or you want to be uh, any questions, hit me up on Instagram, Twitter, or whatever. Or just felt on the forums on the website at culturecrypto.com. Pick up um, some merchandise while you're there. Also check out G1 Tanner on Twitch. Yeah, twitch.tv forward slash G1 Tanner. And please, please, please check out the Cozy Cryptid on TikTok. I want him to reach 100 no, followers. No, do not so follow me I on... Cannot. Do not hit, dare follow Cozy Cryptid Podcast on TikTok. Please do, because no. me and him made a bet. I get to do something to him once he reaches 100 followers. N- no, she's going to beat me up, guys. Oh, uh, I don't know what she's going to do. But it, it can't you be. You won't know what he, it's going to happen until it happens. It can't be good. But we have a year for this. No, I am going to stay under 100 followers. Nope. I'll be at 99 for 365 days. Nope, so guys, help me out. I want to torment my hubby. Or soon-to-be hubby, I should say. I'm a hubby. This is... True. We need our, we, we need our We're, license. Yeah. And plan the wedding, actually. But also, the, the, um, big shout-outs to uh, all G1s out there. Uh, G1 Game Days. Yep. Uh, Game Attack. Uh, John L. Chase. Uh, Mr. Wolf. Cyberwall Tiger, uh, Arana, Fanboy Brian. Everyone that he's subscribed to on. Uh, Vincent Puma, uh, Puma Cat O. Okay, everyone he is subscribed to on Twitch, which will make life easier. Just go look at his Twitch account. Everyone follow on Twitch. Yeah, go to twitch.tv forward slash g1tainer and look at my follow, who I follow, and go follow them. Say hi in their chats when they're streaming. They're really nice people because I don't follow assholes. No. I don't follow. I, I think we you, don't need scammers. We don't need. I, I think you can concur with that. I follow Free Chill Channel, yep. and please support them because they support me, especially Game Tech. Because Game Tech, uh, I found Game Tech when I was going through college. I was very depressed, and I did a very dark place. And I adore G ones very much. You know what I mean? Yeah, they are very nice people. I. Join on a couple of their chats. I, because he introduced me to them. I'm, I'm surprised. I could care more about a commu- some. Uh, I care about G ones. You're, you're number one, Amanda, in my life. But G ones are a close second. No, your parents should be second. A parent. It's you. A parents. Our parents. Yes. Our parents. Luca and our kids. All my siblings. Our kids will be second. Uh, You? No, it'll be 
Our kids, you. I'm always top. What? You're always top. Okay. <laughs> anyway, thank you guys for all the support. Thank you. Thank we you so much. We kind of are off rambling because we like enjoying talking to you and kind of yeah. sharing our lives. I know, which sometimes is boring, but we enjoy doing it with you guys because we want to hear about your lives too. Yeah, please. So please, please, please kind talk. of. Please let me know what I'm, I'm, I'm making different. No. <laughs> well, just please let us know what else we can do to improve on this podcast. What we can yeah. make better. What you guys would like to see because we really want your input because you guys matter to us. Yeah, and we want to make the best show for you. We want you to enjoy it and hopefully soon we will get our second podcast up and running we did record the first episode did not come out the way we wanted to so we're gonna go back to the drawing boards and kind of really maybe do a really long episode for the first one and kind of go off of there yeah but we will be doing a second podcast on mythical creatures mythical races but mythical creatures is what it's going to be based on but i think I think uh, the first one being about pretty much nothing. The God of nothingness and chaos is awesome. He's the one that started it all. I can't. I, I mean, there's not much to it, though. He's like. Um, oh, but it will add the all the primordial gods probably yeah. to the first episode, which will be a long episode. So we may have to break it up into parts. But yeah. Uh, so again, thank you for listening to Cozy Cryptic Podcast. I hope we, you guys have a wonderful uh, Father's Day. Follow us on, do you want, follow us at Cozy Cryptic Pod uh, at Twitter. Yeah. Cozy Cryptic Podcast on Instagram and TikTok. Follow me on t- Twitch at G1 Tanner. And have a good Father's Day week. Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.